Hello, hello, I'm Lise Marie, and welcome to the Macro Coach Pro Podcast. Over the last seven years, I've scaled my macro coaching business to transform hundreds of women's lives with a balanced lifestyle approach to health and fitness. And now I'm helping online coaches like you do the same. I'll be sharing my secrets and industry-leading strategies with you. Whether you're on a personal fitness journey or looking to get epic results for your clients, the Macro Coach Pro podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Alrighty, friends. Welcome to another episode. This episode in particular is super strategy-based. So if you are someone that's like, I like to be given a strategy, I'm very action-oriented, I'm someone that does really well with like good direction on things, this is for you. And we are going over a strategy today to help you really become more successful, motivated, and help you really create a plan of action for your fitness journey. So this strategy is going to help you identify current obstacles or fears or just problems that come up for you in your fitness journey and help you figure out a solution to whatever that problem or situation or pain point is to really help kind of get it out of your way and be able for you to really identify, okay, like where are my weaknesses and what are actually my strengths that can happen or can actually help you change what's happening and, you know, come up with a game plan in a solution. So this strategy is not only simple, but it's really flexible. This can be used primarily with things in your fitness journey or even at work or just like daily habits or things that you want to get better at or even help you like in your relationships with like your people, your partner, your kids, your friends, really anything. So I'm super excited to share this with you. Today we're going to go through it in the lens of a fitness journey since a lot of people including yourself who are here are interested in bettering themselves from a nutrition or fitness-based standpoint, but know that organizations like Google, for example, actually incorporate this strategy into their management process and leadership models to really help engage people and just like inspire better performance, maximize productivity. So, you know, this is really applicable to anything in your life. And so by the end of this episode, I really want you to have the skills, right, to unlock this potential and increase your performance and just have better self-confidence and motivation. And if you can take yourself through this strategy, if you can learn to ask yourself these um, really effective questions in a very structured and clear way that I'm going to line out for you in a second, you will be able to promote really this like deeper sense of awareness and honestly, like greater responsibility, which will help you with this practical application of actually doing the things you need to do to accomplish your goals and overcome obstacles and just be more productive in your fitness journey and your, in, in your day-to-day routine and just honestly have better improved communication with yourself and others and this better relationship with yourself and food and just overall a kick-ass experience in your journey, in your fitness journey, in your transformation, it, you're just going to have, you know, a better sense of like value and worth and just enjoy the process a bit more. So super excited. Grab a pen and paper, grab your notes app, grab a Google Doc. It's totally okay for you to take some notes during this and like pause the episode 
and write some stuff down or listen to this on like a slower, you know, speed or whatever it is. But what is the strategy? What am I hyping up? What are we talking about today? And this strategy is called the GROW model. So GROW is an acronym, G-R-W and O. I said those out of order, but G-R-O-W, GROW. And this was not created by me. This was created by two guys, pretty cool guys, uh, Graham Alexander and then John Whitmore. So these are kind of based in a model that the grow model that was actually goes all the way back to like 1992 is when the book came out and they were like really pioneers of coaching. So they spent a lot of the 1980s developing methodology, concepts, techniques, and stuff for better performance improvements in organizations. And their goal was to really help make a difference in people and show like how it was really possible to, you know, grow in in performance but also like learning to really enjoy that process and bettering their performance and helping individuals just create this more sense of awareness higher responsibility and just like feel a little bit more powerful in in the process and so there is a book um that is out that was published by john whitmore it sold like almost over a million copies in like 23 in 23 different languages which is really really cool and because of that book and its success like that's why a lot of companies like i said you know google has this in their in their management style and like other companies have adopted this type of thing. But um, I'm really excited to share this with you all today. And again, in the lens of like a fitness journey, because this works so well and kind of like coaching yourself through this and having you be responsible for your own success, similar to a, a way of like, you know, if you're at a job or you're, you're working, you know, at a corporation or you have a manager, like they're going to help you too. But sometimes in our fitness journey, like a bunch of accountability and awareness really needs to come from ourselves, right? Like we don't have a boss. We're not getting paid to do this. We don't really have that a sense of account- accountability unless it's to ourselves and or maybe friends, family, or if you have a fitness coach that you've hired, obviously they're going to help you be held accountable. But this strategy works in a self-coaching way. So you can really, again, feel powerful and take ownership of this process, but not have it be like some like woo-woo mindset stuff. Like this is actual strategy. So how does the strategy work? How does the grow model work? Well, so let's go over the four kind of key steps in this acronym. So the G in GROW model stands for goals. So the first thing we're going to do is I'm going to help you set a goal for whatever it is you're wanting to achieve, right? Whether it's to lose weight, tone up, have a better relationship with food, feel stronger, better confidence in your clothes, more energy, whatever it is, right? So you know, we'll kind of take you through how to set a proper goal in the GROW model. The R in GROW stands for kind of like the reality. Like what is your current situation? What are these current obstacles that are getting in your way or preventing you to achieve this goal? And like what are your current strengths and what are resources that you need to help you overcome these obstacles and reach your goal? The O in GROW stands for options. So it's 
kind of a strategy that will help you really generate ideas that move towards a solution and help you identify, okay, based on my goal, based on my current reality, my current situation, what resources do I actually need? And like, how would I achieve that goal? And like, what are all my options out there? And I'm going to walk you through all of this in a second. And then we have the W of grow, which is kind of my favorite part of this. And that stands for like will or like paving the way forward. So, you know, what are you willing to do to get to those goals? What are our commitment levels at this point? And then creating a concrete game plan and like a set of action steps to take us there. So again, those are the four acronyms of grow, G, goal setting, R, reality, O, options, W, will, like your willingness to do it. So let's kind of go through this. So I'm going to, um, you know, kind of go through this with an example of someone who wants to lose weight and how they would take them through, you know, this, this grow model. Um, but I want you to pick your own goal as we go through this. Right. And like, like I said, like pause the episode, if you need to like answer these questions for yourself and give yourself more time or, you know, just kind of think and be like an active listener in this process. Um, you can even listen to this two times, right? The first time you can just be passive listening, kind of figuring out how it all works. And then listen to this part again with that like active participation component of telling yourself, okay, you know, Lisa Marie's going through this example. I'm going to like go through it in my own way and, you know, use my own goal and my own, my own action steps to really like again, take action and be, be an active listener in this process and like, you know, actually utilize the strategy. I think it's easy sometimes for us to watch podcasts or listen to podcasts and just have all these tools, but not really like utilize them. Right. So I really encourage you if you are someone who, you know, is a podcast lover, listens to multiple, maybe you're in your car right now and you're like, shit, I can't take notes. That's okay. I just want to challenge you to come back to this too. And, you know, as you listen through it as for a second time, like really do the work, really take action to utilize the strategy because, you know, this grow model is so, so, so impactful and can just help you achieve really great things and and become more aware and have more power um, and accountability to yourself. So let's go through this. So the first step is you need to set a goal. And with this goal, I want it to be measurable, reasonable, challenging, and like inspirational, right? You want to be freaking excited about this goal. So an example goal that you can set is I want to lose 15 pounds in 15 weeks, okay? So think of a goal that you want for yourself, but I want you to make this goal measurable, So it has to be in some sort of way, we have to be able to measure if we're there or not. Um, So the example of I want to lose 15 pounds, we can measure that, right? Through like scale data, through body fat percentage, whatever it is, we can measure that. So maybe your goal is more like high level, right? Like I want to feel more confident. Cool. How are we going to measure that, right? Like, what are those feelings of more confident? Are you going to be able to wear an outfit that you don't feel confident in right now? And you're going to like wear that outfit to an event and like 
not feel like you have to put on a cardigan or not feel like you have to wear an oversized sweater or, you know, have more confidence in the gym and like not be, not avoid a certain machine or a certain section of the gym. And you're going to like do your workout and like, you know, that's how you're going to measure confidence. So make sure that this goal is measurable. Also make sure that this goal is like reasonable and achievable within a, a kind of shorter term time frame. So maybe you have more than 15 pounds you want to lose. Maybe you want to, maybe you have like a long-term goal of like feeling better for a certain event that's like kind of far away. Maybe you, you know, want to feel confident in like a, a smaller pair of jeans, but like, you know, that's maybe going to take a while to get there. And so first you want to, you know, have these like mini goals. So I want this to be really achievable. So, you know, let's say you have a 50 pound weight loss goal. That's totally okay. But let's make it a little bit like more reasonable, like within, I would say three to four months timeframe, because you can do this strategy like over and over again. And so I want us to set a goal that's kind of realistic in like three to four months. Um, And so that's why I chose 15 pounds in 15 weeks because losing one pound a week, like that's very realistic. That's very achievable and it's measurable and it's far enough away where it's going to challenge us and be exciting, but it's not too far away where it's like, okay, you know, I'm setting a goal from a year from now. Like that's a little bit too broad. So start with your goal. So pick your goal, right? Pause the episode now if you, you know, need to think of this. But that's the G part of grow is just the goal setting and making sure that your goal is reasonable, measurable, and like within three to four months, as well as something that's a little challenging, right? And then it's something that's also like exciting and you're you're going to aspire to that, right? Because if we're setting a goal that we're not very excited about or, you know, maybe our doctor's like, you need to lose weight, but like that that's not exciting to you. We want to make sure we're setting goals that are exciting. So like if a scale weight doesn't excite you, don't pick a scale weight. Pick a pair of clothes that you want to buy or pick, you know, a new workout outfit you want to finally feel, you know, confident in or pick you being able to step into the gym three days a week without feeling like you don't belong there, right? Like make it very specific and it does not have to be about the scale. I just picked that one because it is a popular one and it's good a good way of like measuring our success. So once you have your goal, let's go to the R part of grow, which is reality, right? So like what is our current reality of the situation? So maybe your current reality is like, okay, I've gain some weight, right? That's that's a reality. I want to lose it. And like, I've felt this way probably six months, eight months, nine months. And the reality of the situation is like, there's a gap between what I want, which is weight loss, and overcoming barriers to actually lose that weight, right? Like that's the reality is I want to lose weight, but I, I can't do it because I either don't know what to eat I have a schedule and there's like other things that I always make a priority. I get stressed out and then I like don't do what I need to do. And then I get overwhelmed and like I have social events I don't know how to navigate, right? Like 
ask yourself some questions about like, what are your current obstacles? What is the reality of the situation? And what is like really holding you back from getting this weight? And like, this is uncomfortable, right? Like the reality of our current situation is not sunshine and rainbows, right? You know, we don't feel confident. We don't feel energized. We feel lost. We don't feel at home in our body. We feel frustrated with ourselves. We feel like there's something wrong with us. We hate trying on clothes. We hate trying to pick out what we're going to wear before we leave the house. And like, there's frustrations there. But we need to write these things down and become really hyper aware of them in order to get through these obstacles, right? So ask yourself questions about, you know, what is the current reality of the situation? And like, what is the biggest thing keeping you from even just losing one pound? Or what's the biggest obstacle that's keeping you from even going into the gym? Or, you know, even wanting to uh, get out of bed in the morning if you're wanting to have more energy or whatever it is, right? And so, you know, maybe it's like, okay, well, the biggest thing keeping me from losing even just one pound is like, I just like don't know how to stick to a program or I legit just don't know how many calories to eat. Or maybe your your goal is to like be really successful on the weekends and like not fall off track on the weekends. And your biggest obstacle is like, you just don't know how to balance and navigate social events and meals out. And like, you don't know how to you know, keep your goals top of mind on Saturday and Sunday, or you just struggle with the all or nothing mentality, like whatever it is, right? So, you know, by the end of this kind of like our reality, the current situation of our, you know, reality of our situation, I really want you to sit with, okay, you know, what are our biggest uh, obstacles? What is the biggest thing keeping us from even just like moving in one step in the right direction. And then the third thing I want you to ask yourself is, how does this help you? How do all these obstacles and things that maybe we're not totally stoked about, but it's just the reality of the situation, how does that help us? And I know that's a weird question, but an example of this is like, okay, so maybe you just like don't know how to stick to a program or maybe you fall off track every weekend and that's your biggest obstacle from even just losing one pound, right? This actually helps you because it shows you what you know doesn't work for you. You know that you don't know how to stick to a program because all the programs you've done have maybe been like, unrealistic or unattainable or really restrictive or you put too much pressure on yourself or you know that like social events always cause you to fall off track. So, you know, that helps you, right? Because then you know like, okay, like that's my trigger, right? I'm I'm actually really good when I'm like at home, but I know when I'm out, like that's what I need to navigate. And that helps me, right? Because then I can become more aware and like really work on that. So I want you to really think about any of your current obstacles. Like, how does that help you? How does that, you know, make you either more aware or just if all these obstacles and pain points are in your way, like you already know what doesn't work for you, right? And you've already, you already know like kind of what you don't want. And so now that we know that, right? Now that we know that we 
you know, maybe just don't know how to stick to a program. And that helps us because we know that we need a program that is realistic or sustainable, right? So now that we know that, let's move to the O in grow, which is options. So now that we know what doesn't work, right? Let's identify some different options, some different possibilities, some different resources that are going to help us get better, right? And achieve our goal. So, you know, ask yourself a couple of questions. So how would we achieve this goal? Let's say if we had no obstacles, what resources do we need, right? Do we need a coach? Do we need accountability? Do we need a better gym program? Do we need something to track our calories? Do we need a support system? Do we need, you know, a a better schedule or a game plan? Do like, right? What do we need? And what are some ideas that you have to help you get to the goal? So what do you think would work, right? Let's just list out a couple of options, right? Do you think, um, you know, going into the gym, in during a less busy part of the day would be helpful because that's less overwhelming? Do you think, you know, maybe going out to eat and like looking at the menu ahead of time would be helpful? Or would maybe doing non-food related activities with your friends be helpful? Would getting a coach be helpful, right? Would you know, figuring out like how to track your food be helpful, right? Like even if you don't know how to do any of this, even if you don't think it's maybe realistic right now, just brainstorm, right? Again, this is, these are just options and possibilities. These aren't things that we have to do. We're not creating like an action or game plan yet. And then I want you to think of like, what strengths do you currently have? So we've sat with like all the things that are in our way and like all the things we're not good at and all of our pain points and obstacles. But what are some of our strengths, right? Are we good at certain things, right? And maybe one of your strengths is like, you are, you know, really good at keeping promises to yourself. So you're going to lean into that, right? And if you can make a promise to yourself to like, now that you know you need a more sustainable program and a resource that you can think of is, you know, hiring a coach, like, you know, you will be good with that, right? Because you have that accountability. Or maybe one of your strengths is like, you are a great host, right? And you are a great friend. And, you know, maybe instead of going out to the bars or going out to eat, and you know, you struggle with that, maybe you lean on a strength that you have and you say, I'm going to host people at my house, right? And have more control over the menu options, or I'm a really good friend. And so, you know, I'm going to you know, open up to my friend and let her know like, Hey, I'm, I'm really trying to like learn about food and eat a little bit better. Like, do you mind if we go to this place for lunch? Cause they have really fresh options. Or do you mind if we like, you know, go on a walk today? Um, you know, or can you, you want to go to like a gym class with me or like something, right? So really lean into your strengths. And I want you to think about how your strengths as a person, as a partner, as a friend, Um, as an employee, how might those help you in the different options for, you know, what you think might, might work, right? And it might be a good possibility to help you, you know, go through it. And then, you know, what do you think you would need that you're not currently doing? So, you know, really thinking about, okay, maybe I know that I need to, 
you know, not worry about being so perfect. And I'm definitely not doing that. Or maybe I know I need to like just go to the gym more in order to be more comfortable in there. Or maybe I know I need to just eat at home more, right? Like social events are fine, but I just don't have good balance with it. And like I eat out almost every day and I'm not currently really making meals at home. And like, I know that will help me in my weight loss journey, right? So what are some things you need to do that you're not currently doing? And maybe that's even just like setting better boundaries, right? Or finding a better coping skill or reworking your schedule and prioritizing yourself more or finding a better balance in relationship with food. So this O is really you just listing out a bunch of options, right? What do you think would work? Even if you don't know how to do it, like what do you think would work? What do you think would help you? What resources do you need? What ideas do you have? How can we utilize our strengths to help us overcome our weaknesses? And then what do we think we would need to do that we're not currently doing? Then we go to the W in grow, which is will, right? So I want you to answer this question and answer it honestly with yourself. What are we willing to do? So you just outlined, hopefully, a couple different options of like, okay, you know, maybe I need to eat at home more. Maybe I need to go to the gym in the morning when it's not so busy. Maybe I need to, um, you know, surround myself and like open up and like communicate more of my needs to like my husband or my friends or, you know, whoever it is. And, you know, maybe I need to prioritize me more and just rework my schedule. Or maybe I need to have better time management and spend less time on social media and more time on like going to the grocery store and meal prepping, right? So you have all those options, but what of those are we actually willing to do, right? Because this is the biggest gap where people have. It's like they have a goal. They have all these things they want to do but that willingness to do it is not there. And so this is a really important part of this model is letting ourselves be okay and say, okay, well, I'm not willing to go to the gym in the morning. Okay, right? We know that. And so now we don't need to put like pressure on it. So maybe we need to find a strategy that allows us to be more confident in the gym if you're not willing to go in the morning. And so maybe that means we still go in the afternoon or the evenings, but we are very limited with the machines that, you know, we're going to start with until we get more confident. Or maybe we're just going to start on a cardio machine until we get more confident. Or, you know, maybe we're only in there for 25, 30 minutes instead of 40 or, you know, whatever. So, you know, it's, it's not that just because we're not willing to do something, we can't work around it. But it's also like, okay, you know, if you want to lose 15 pounds in 15 weeks and you know you need to eat at home more, but you're not willing to like cook more or try a meal prep strategy, like do we actually think we're going to get to our goal? Maybe not. So this is where you are really kind of holding yourself to this like accountability level of like, okay, well, damn, like I just put all these options out there and I'm not really willing to do any of them. Like, what does that say? Right. Do I even really want that goal? Is that goal important to me? And it's just cool to kind of ask your yourself that. And then after we kind of figure out what we're willing to do, right? So let's say we're willing to cook at home more and 
just like try out a new schedule, right? And and rework our schedule and, and have better time management. Well, how are we going to do that, right? How are we going to cook at home more? Okay, well, maybe to cook at home more, I'm going to find like one to two recipes to make for dinner. Um, or I'm going to try to like find a recipe that I can just have for lunch every day this week that's like a healthy like meal prep recipe, right? That I can just take to work. Or maybe, you know, I'm willing to rework my schedule. So I'm really going to have, you know, cut my TV time by 30 minutes, have a better morning routine, um, kind of like audit my day and just have better time management, right? Like I'm, I'm willing to, you know, not scroll on social media as long or whatever it is, right? So really figure out like, what are you willing to do? How are we going to do that? And what actions do we need to take to get there, right? So action steps, find one to two recipes, right? You know, don't be on phone past 8 p.m. Like, you know, go to the gym at this time, right? Whatever those action steps are. And then I want you to look at those action steps, kind of look at that game plan, look at what you think you're willing to do and ask yourself, how committed are you on a scale of one to 10 to actually take those actions? So rate yourself. If you rated yourself less than a seven, we need to rework. We need to have a different game plan because there is no way in hell that you're going to do anything with excitement and efficacy and success if it's less than a seven. So rework those action steps, rework the game plan until it's you know, at least an eight or nine, and that's how committed you are to working to it. And it's okay to say, you know, I'm not committed right now. And like, I I need to revisit this goal at a later date, right? That's okay too. But we need to make sure with whatever game plan we have in place that we are committed to doing that action plan, that game plan with at least like an eight, nine, or 10 commitment out of a one to 10 scale. And this will be very eye-opening, right? Like sometimes what we want, right, our goal is really a lot more than maybe we thought. And after we go go through this, right, we set our goal, we think about our current reality, we have all these different options we think will help, and then we get to the W part of like this willingness to actually commit and like, like pave our way forward and like all of that you know, the goal and and our willingness to do it aren't in alignment. And sometimes even just going through this process is such a good accountability check, right? Like, because you may say, okay, you know, I want to lose weight, but I'm really not willing to cook at home more. Or I want to be better at weekends, but I'm not really willing to like change my eating habits when I go with my friends. I still want to like eat out and like drink a lot. And I'm just not willing to change that. Or maybe you say, okay, I want to get stronger, but like, I'm really not willing to commit to going to the gym, right? And one, that's okay, right? Like, at least we did this exercise to really identify this awareness of like what needs to happen for us to change. And if we're not willing to commit to that right now for whatever reason, like, that's okay, right? We can have other priorities. We can tackle this goal later. And that's step one, right? So you're not trying to always get better at weekends or you're not in this like, you know, never ending hamster wheel of trying to lose weight if you're just like not willing to do what it takes to get there. And like, 
that's great, right? Let's not waste time doing something that is is not going to work, right? Or or be realistic for us to tackle. But the other part of this is like a lot of the times too, we go through this and we're like, okay, I have this goal. And like, I just thought about the reality of the situation. Like this sucks. Like this is not fun. I am miserable. And like, I'm now more motivated because I really sat with myself and I'm like, damn, like all these things are just like in my way because I feel overweight or because I don't have energy or because I lack confidence, right? And once you list out a couple options, you're like, oh, wow, there's like actually stuff I can do to tackle these things and feel better. And like a lot of these options seem reasonable, right? They're not, it's not moving mountains. It's literally just these couple things and tweaks that I can start doing to address the issue, right? And sometimes that's less overwhelming too, because you're like, okay, the idea of losing weight is overwhelming. But when I actually break it down and I'm like, okay, even just to lose one pound, I just need to figure out how many calories to eat more or to eat. Like that's doable, right? That is so realistic. And that's step one. And that's awesome. I can do that. And then this W really shows us like, okay, like I'm, I'm committed to this on like a 10 out of 10. Like I feel ready. I'm so good. Like, and that makes you really confident in your willingness to achieve these goals. Right. And, you know, you really sitting with yourself and like, okay, you know, like I am committed and, I, and I'm excited. Right. And this is going to inspire and evoke like this motivate this motivation and willingness to to do it which is so cool um and so you know once you kind of go through this you know you have your goal you know your obstacles you've generated some ideas of like moving towards a solution so we're not staying stuck and we're really asking ourselves okay what am i willing to do and how will i do that that's your game plan right now you just execute and you know how to execute because you have a game plan, you have action steps, and you have a goal, right? And so it's good to revisit this not only goal, but this commitment to the goal and the progress on the goal, revisit it weekly, monthly, quarterly, right? And know that this can always change. So you may go a couple weeks and like maybe your action plan was to cook more at home, two to three weeks, have we cooked at home more, right? If your goal was to cook at home more and, and find one to two recipes a week, have we have we done that? And if we revisit it, that helps us hold ourselves accountable and have some way to measure like, you know, are we making progress or not? And stuff that is measurable, stuff that we can get data on is great because then we can clearly see like, okay, you know, I've been doing what I need to do to get to my goal. Or you clearly know, that you're not, right? And you're like, nope, I, I haven't found one to two recipes a week. I actually haven't changed my schedule at all. I'm still eating out all the time. Like, you know, maybe I need to revisit, was that a realistic action plan for me to set, right? Or, you know, I wanna cook one to two recipes, but like, I just don't even know where to find these recipes. And so then maybe you, you figure out that the problem isn't actually in like setting aside time each week to cook, but it's more like, I need this resource. I need like someone to help me figure out what these recipes are or figure out a meal planning strategy, right? And so maybe your action plan changes and it's not find one to two recipes a week anymore, but it's like, I need to like 
phone a friend or like hire a coach to help me, you know, with this meal creation and and with helping me manage my schedule. So it's, it's a very great model to use. So let's recap really quick. So we have the grow model. G is goal setting. So you asking yourself, what do I want to achieve and what is the goal? And remember the goal needs to be inspiring, challenging, measurable, and achievable within a realistic time frame, around three to four months. Once you have your goal, you are going to go to the R part. What is the current situation, right? What's the, what's the reality, right? Where are our current obstacles in achieving this goal? And what are our strengths and how does that help us, okay? Once we kind of have dug out and flushed out the reality of the situation, we know all of our obstacles. Now we go to the O portion and we generate ideas that help us overcome those obstacles. So what resources do we need to reach our goals? What might we do to achieve our goal if we didn't have any of these obstacles in place? And what are some ideas that could possibly move us towards a solution, right? Again, we are just brainstorming. We're not even creating an action plan yet. I just want you to think about all the possibilities that could be helpful. Then we move to the last part of grow, which is W. So what are we willing to do? Out of those options above, what are we willing to do? And how committed are we to that on a scale of one to 10? If it's not, if it's a seven or below, we need to rework it. If it's eight or above, we're good. And now that we have what we're willing to do, now it's time to create a game plan. Okay, what are actions that I need to take to get to that, to accomplish the goal, to actually make that a like a, a plan? And revisiting this every week, right? And you're revisiting this not only on this game plan that you set for yourself, but also on your committedness to achieving this goal to make sure it is really still a priority and we're not just like trying to do the same thing week after week when it's not really a priority for you. So that is the grow model. If you want a worksheet and some resources and like a template to follow, go over to my Instagram, DM me the word grow. So just DM me G-R-O-W. I will know that you listen to this podcast and I will send you a link with a worksheet and some resources and a template to like go through this. If you are someone that like wants to like write all this out and like have the questions in front of you, I'm happy to help you uh, with some resources. So just DM me the word grow and good luck with this, right? Like I'm so proud of you all for listening to this episode and like taking the time to really become a better version of yourself and this willingness to learn and get better at the mental toughness side and the accountability side of your fitness journey. Um, So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, wherever you are, whether you're on a walk, great job on getting your steps, whether you're driving home, drive home safe, whether you're listening to this while you're doing chores or you're on a plane or wherever you are, Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Congrats on finishing an episode of the Macro Coach Pro podcast. If you learned something new, share and tag me on Instagram and don't forget to join the Macro Coach community on Facebook. You can click the link in the show notes. Until next time. Bye friends.